What's up, everybody? This is Bread and Butter, serving up the basics the average Hearthstone player needs for improvement. I am Doc McButt, and we have a special guest today. Chalker, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I, I've been looking forward to chatting, some people, uh, chatting with some people like you guys uh, today, so I'm, I'm doing awesome. Wonderful. Tito, how about you? I'm doing thank... Uh, I can talk hard. English words, easy. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, Doc. All right, so why don't we um, set the table? What do you think? Sounds good to me. So, uh, Chalker, uh, give us like the elevator pitch on who you are. Sure. So um, my name is uh, Matt Chalker, and um, I am streaming Marvel Snap, and I am the host of Oops All Duels, uh, the only, as far as I'm aware, podcast that is dedicated to the duels mode in Hearthstone, along with my co-host, Agent Croak. And that's, that's, that's who I am. You're not the only podcast that has duels. You are the one that means it, but... Yeah, Squelch is almost duels adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I will totally acknowledge that there are other podcasts <laughs> out there that do discuss duels. It is we, it, we do not own the entire <laughs> rights to producing words about that mode. Absolutely, but uh, we are the only one that is focused exclusively on duels. No, hundred percent. I'm just to I'm the just, best of my knowledge. I'm just giving you a little grief. Absolutely not. Yeah, uh, okay. As far as I can find, you were the only ones. That's why you're here. There we go. So, uh, what what have you been up to recently, like in your oh, personal well, life, or just anything yeah, you'd like to it's share? It's been tough, man. Actually, uh, quite frankly, the because the, the Marvel Snap Global launch was two weeks ago, right, and or a week and a half ago, whatever. And unfortunately, my daughter brought home her first ever like you know preschool bug. And it went through the whole house. And so, like, we've been watching her. And so, like, my content, like, creation schedule window, I made a whole calendar. I was going to get this out this day. I was going to do this that day. You may even hear it in my voice still. My nose is still a little congested. Like, it all just flew out the window. So I felt like I wasted the, like, the the right perfect time of the launch. Uh, but, you know, you got to tell yourself, uh, this is the way that life is. And this is the, the season of life you're in. And that, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Uh, so it was, it was a little tough, especially launch day specific. I was really, really bummed out. I wasn't able to to do a big long stream or anything. But yeah, again, that's life. We we do what we gotta do for our, our family and our kids. That is true. Life comes first. Yeah. Tito, what have you been up to? Uh, been a busy work. Busy. I cannot talk tonight. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, it's been a busy work week. Uh, so that that's taken up a lot of time, a little extra time. Um, we did the trick-or-treating at the outlets near my house this this afternoon with my grandson and my son and my grandson was mickey mouse that my son was able to wear they're only a couple years difference in age so it's kind of funny and uh, my son was mario and he had this mario costume where it has uh, a blower on it and it inflates up the yoshi so it looks like he's riding yoshi and as it, that's sweet it's, it's sweet but it was even sweeter because as he was walking the Yoshi head starts bobbing around, and if you look behind, the tail's wagging. So it, it, it was it was fun. Uh, I'm hoping he gets to wear it in his parade on Monday for school, but I'm not sure if they're going to let him have something that blows up. So we have we have a backup costume. So he's either going to be Mario with Yoshi, or he'll be Luigi. So it's themed. How, nice. How about yourself, Doc? What have you been up to? 
Uh, I've been st <laughs> stressing about finding a place to live, finding a new place to live, moving into the new place. Um, and I'm almost done. Like after we record tonight, I'm going to pack up the rest of my stuff and move it over to my new apartment. So it's just been moving into a new place, building my new chair and just stressing about trying to get out of this place as soon as I can. You've had that chair for a while sitting in a box, haven't you? Yeah, like three weeks. <laughs> oh, that does remind us. Um, there will be no episode next week as our editor and co-host, Dawkins, but will not have that wonderful thing called the internet. Yeah, internet will get set up on the 8th, so uh, regular scheduled programming should happen after that. Great guests lined up for that. Uh, how about how about some appetizers, Doc? What do you think? Sounds good to me. No, Homer, don't fill up my bread. Um, so, Chalker, uh, what have you been doing in the video game sphere recently? Yeah, so for specifically in Hearthstone, I'll, I'll talk about my uh, duels experience. I, I almost exclusively play duels. Um, I, I did play Battlegrounds for a while, you know, right after launch, but it just didn't it didn't match with our our, our lifestyle, and, and so I really dove into the and so I've been polishing uh, my Elise Priest Druid Deathrattle Quest deck with a mill finish on the end. You get that shellfish down, and you get some uh, some cold light oracles down, and you start making all their cards go poof, poof, poof. You play a due process, and it's very satisfying and fun. Uh, so that I've been I've been doing slight tweaks and slight iterations. It's it's my masterpiece uh, that. Is, is trash and is totally toxic to play against, but is totally enjoyable to, to, to play myself. Uh, so the only other Hearthstone I've played, honestly, is, uh, is Standard, and I've had some fun uh, playing some big spell mage down in bronze uh, with my two-star my, my two booster or whatever it's called. Uh, uh, so I've been having fun with that, but, but really it's, it's all about the duel. Can you say that name of that deck again? Yeah, sure. My Elise... Priest Druid Death Rattle Quest Deck with a Mill Finisher. That that sounds like not not fun to play against. <laughs> that sounds like Ward but Salad. That's the thing with duels, right? The thing, <laughs> the thing with duels, right, is you know we'll we'll get to it in a little bit, but it's you know the monster truck rally of Hearthstone. But sometimes you are the monster truck running things over. Sometimes the monster truck runs you over. Sometimes you're those cars getting crushed. And this deck, I've never taken it to twelve windows. I've I've only ever made it to like seven or eight. But I have a blast with it, and that's the that's what I want to deliver on uh, with duels. So, sorry nice. to derail it. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> that's what the section's all about. It actually, I, I was just going to say, whatever you said for the name of that deck, it sounds like a something a chef would play. It had, with, 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 you know, <laughs> a little shellfish, a nice little finish there, maybe a little, uh, you know, mill on the side. I like it. Um, I've been, I, I, I've been playing, um, I've been streaming when I can. I've been playing on average, you know, 50% when I'm out there. I'm winning, losing, whatever. Uh, I might, my, my, my Rank has dropped to about 7k. I have a, a an interesting thought on that, which I'll bring up at the end. Um, but that's just, you know, variance because my MMR is technically probably around 10k or whatever it is. So, you know, I'm, I'm, water finds this level and, and I'm, I'm working on I'm fixing that level. But um, overall, I'm having fun. It's been interesting. I, I finally get to 5k on Battlegrounds. So I might actually win our monthly bet. We're really close, Doc. Um, 
This is the closest it's been in a long well, time. Well, yeah, because I won the first one because we were both pretty much even, and then you got yourself some time to play some Battlegrounds, and you got way ahead of me. It's taken a while for me to catch up, but I actually I spent some time, and I said, you know what, I'm going to just... And I had one streak where I had, like, I was ready to go to bed early, and I, it, it, I just sat there, and I said, I have to try to catch Doc, so I'm going to play until I lose. And I won, like, five games in a row. And I, I had to stop on the win streak because I just I was tired. I had to go to bed, and I had meant to go to bed two hours before that. But when you're winning, it's hard to put that down. You just want to keep on rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, yeah. Um, so how about you, Doc? And that's why I don't play Battlegrounds anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. How about yourself, Doc? What have you been playing? Um, so I actually for this episode, because I could not tell you the last time I played duels, uh, it was before the changes when you didn't have to unlock the rewards. I know that much. Oh, okay. Um, like at least uh, six months about at least. Yes. Uh, so I've done two duels runs. First one, I went one and three. And then I forget what kind of deck. Oh, it was I made like a dude paladin. Um, and then the second one I did. Uh, like Beast Hunter with a brand. So it was like Beast Hunter Frenzy because it was okay. Warrior Hunter. Um, okay. That was fun. I had the Sunscale Raptor, right? The one that Frenzy shuffles a copy of it with a plus mm -hmm. two, plus mm -hmm. one in your deck. Throwing, so I had that. Yeah. Yeah. I had the Mimic Mask that makes all your, you target a minion, makes all the minions in your hand the copy of that minion. Mm -hmm. And I had... Mask of, Mask of Mimicry. Yes, and I had the uh, brand's enormous egg to get multiple king crushes off of it. Yeah, um, your, your treasure, your your active treasure, your signature treasure was the zero three card that every time it takes damage, it pops off king crush. And so if you are sitting there procking it with little one damages, if you had a whirlwind effect, you get three of them in a turn, right? Did you ever get that to happen? I didn't get three, but I did play Hydralodon four turns in a row. Uh, <laughs> which that was really dumb um it was a lot of fun it was just casual so now my mmr and casual is like 1200 because it was literally okay. zero um i have a total of like 25 duels wins um in ranked i'm plat five and i've been playing curse Implock and uh just big beast hunter and i'm about 5100 or so in bgs and i finished the bgs uh, tavern pass today fantastic fantastic i want i want to bring you back to the moments where doc was describing the cards he was playing in duels because we are we are, obviously this is an audio only format so this is kind of a visual goof but i have no idea what doc was saying and chalker is just over here nodding yeah. like yep yep so um if you are dear listener also wondering what the heck they're talking about there's a learning curve here and that's what we're here to talk about so so don't panic yeah. because i have no idea what doc said either but chalker did and that's positive yes <laughs> thank you sorry it, so sorry to get back to that deck really quick because it was it was super fun. I also had the three three mana three three weapon that it silences whatever minion you attack with it. Yeah, the exerciser. Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun. It was so oh, much that, fun. That, that, that's really good. Yeah. I think my doctor said I need that. So. Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
silence do you? yeah absolutely it's it the art on that thing is sick too it looks like it's like a, a chain with like a wolf's head on the end of it it's like a flaming it looks like something like ghost rider would have if he was like uh in game of thrones or something it's yes awesome. so chalker since we have you here we have a couple questions for you absolutely. uh our first question is what's your history with video games and hearthstone Sure. So I've played video games ever since I was a little kid. Um, started off with my older siblings, original NES. I remember getting my Nintendo 64 when I was 12 years old at Christmas or whatever it was, and and, and so on and so forth. Um, I played Blizzard games once I switched over to PC in probably middle school, Warcraft 2, Starcraft, Warcraft 3, same story as everyone. Um, it changed a little bit in college. Um, I became a very social uh, a butterfly with my, my little group of friends throughout college and we literally uh, played I, I want to say 12,000 hours of Super Smash Brothers Melee cumulatively oh. over five hour, uh, over five years. We wore, yes. we wore out several uh, game cubes, and so that's where like my social aspect came from. But at the same time, I, I played you know card games back when I was a little kid with my my brother. Um, I didn't really always understand them. I remember like when I was like in middle school, I didn't didn't get Magic the Gathering particularly well, but we enjoyed the art. We liked playing them with also the Star Wars cards. I collected the X-Men cards back, like the Fleer uh, set back in the mid-90s. We, we collected those extensively. Um, so once Blizzard announced Hearthstone, I, I, was, I was very excited about it. I didn't get on board right away uh, throughout the beta. It was a different time in my life. Um, I was focused on different things and just didn't have time for, for mm -hmm. starting a new game like that. Um, but I, I did come in during Whispers of the Old Gods. Um, and the first... Uh, my first ever golden legendary was Yasharaj, um, and I remember it vividly, and I still use that. And that's very, very specific for for my sort of personality in the gaming world. I don't. I, I've hit legend one time in in standard. Um, I don't like that type of play. I don't really enjoy the the long grinding uh, competitive aspect of it. I enjoy the silly bombastic thing. I'm I am the prototypical Timmy that likes to see a big card do big fun things. Um, and Yasharaj is a great example of that. And that that hooked me into Hearthstone pretty, pretty explicitly. And I kind of Kind of hinted. I'm reading ahead on the the notes there. That kind of hints out why, why the why duels, which you're gonna ask me in a second. I'll let you ask. I'm sorry for. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. So, <laughs> why is duels your favorite mode? Because I'm a Timmy. Because I love it, like funny, crazy stuff, right? So it's uh, it's the monster truck rally of Hearthstone. It's the spot where wild, crazy things happen. You have a card like Mask of Mimicry, which is a treasure. It's a, a you you know build your deck as you go through the mode and you get more and more powerful things and you get insane combos to pull off and so they have to throw in a lot of insane counters everything is just you know the ante is constantly raising in duels which means you get to do crazy stuff or crazy stuff happens against you and uh, that that mask of mimicry mask of mimicry card is a I can't remember if it's a two or a three mana spell that says minions in your hand become choose a minion minions in your hand become copies of that so you can all of a sudden get you know eight or nine Denathrius's, uh very quickly if you, if you have the setup uh, correctly or whatever whatever you want you can copy a million of them there, there there's a bunch of uses. Okay, first off, um, and it's multiple so, so Denathrius's are called Denathri. Yeah, Denathri. Oh shit. And, and, and also, <laughs> dang it, you keep referencing monster truck rallies. Why don't you have a name like Gravedigger? 
Gravedigger. Oh, that would be a sweet name. Um, the reason is I'm, I, I don't feel uh, that I was personally creative enough, and so I've used the same name for ever. It was assigned to me a very long time ago, and it's the same across all platforms. I'm sure that's not great for uh, doxing standards, but it's also uh, who I am, and I am very authentically myself at all times. Um, I, I what, what do you mean? That. What do you mean and assigned so, to yourself? Was that was that your is that your real name, uh, Chalker? Oh, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly, like, I mean, I, I know this may or may not be useful to include in the, the audio part of it, um, but, but quite genuinely, I see, like, a lot of uh, higher and professional people out there, like, that are actual game devs and, like, you know, Kibler or other people of that sort of stature using their real names. And I understand that that came from uh, their previous lives and where they, how they got to that point, right? Like they were competitive or it's their professional experience. Um, but I am coming into this sort of content creation world um, as a, I, I, have, I have a background, I have a history. I am a real person that is very different than this content creation thing. But I also fell off the face of the planet for two and a half years. Um, and so I just don't, I, I don't want to lose that old sight of me, I guess. And uh, I, I, I we we were exceptionally isolated for the past two and a half years uh, with my wife and the new baby. Um, I, I I don't know how to split myself, and so I'm very I'm very focused. I'm a very I I I, I am me. I am I am I am me. And, and and this is a little Take this is a little thing. aside, yeah. um, kind of a tangent. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I've always so obviously my name is not Tito Santana. I'm not a famous wrestler from the '80s. But um, it was a gamer name that I, I, I got a long, long time ago. But I I yeah. thought during COVID, when COVID hit in 2000, I thought that was going to be the time for esports to take off. But I think one reason why yeah. es and this is just th there's no facts behind this. This is just my feelings. But I think yeah. that esports doesn't take off partly because if someone catches a round of League of Legends on ESPN eight when they're talking about mm -hmm. monk stabber 73 is taking the core i think that kind of delegitimizes yeah. the event for some people where it's not their real name like you can have nicknames mm -hmm. like you can be john monk stabber johnson sure. I, I, sure i mean there there was Ch ultra cinco yeah, Chad. I mean, people, yeah. And I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but everyone knew who he was. Like, I, I, he, yes, he, yeah. I, 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 I. He wasn't Chad Ochocinco when he entered the league. He was Chad Johnson. He picked up Chad Ochocinco yes. when he had the millions in his pocket and he could be silly. Same yeah. thing with Meta uh, Peace Earth. Meta, Meta World Peace. Peace. So, Meta World Peace. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not saying. I, I wasn't trying to, like, invalidate, <laughs> well, like. Well, your name or anything that was just an example that popped into my head i promise like everybody knows ridiculous hat in our sphere right but if you're trying to yeah. express like hey i really respect this person ridiculous hat to somebody that doesn't know him through this card world or isn't involved in twitter and understands how gamings work that's gonna suck if i if my, my parents come up to um visit me for thanksgiving and i'm like yeah i've i spent some time with the video games getting I, I got coached by this guy ridiculous hat they're gonna look at me like i have three heads i i think that's always been kind of a barrier for esports to grow further but anyway sure that was a t you you oh i was 
I was going to try to make a very awful segue, um, which has now made an awkward segue. But uh, Chalker, so you're a podcaster and your co-host yes. is on the opposite side of the world from you. Literally um, 12 hours away from me. Or 12 hours. Literally, if you drilled a hole through the ground, you might get to it. So how how does that work? Well, the way it worked is um, that early COVID and during uh, most of my wife's uh, pregnancy, I was playing a lot of Battlegrounds. I mean, that was fine for our life. We were at home. Uh, you know, I, I could sit there and focus on my phone for 20 minutes and then like literally shut down at some intermediary point for 30, 40 seconds while I do my moves and then go be back and being present. But that doesn't work when you have a toddler. So I switched over to a mode where I could like more predictably know like I could pick it up and put it down. Uh, and so that, that's where duels came in. And so I started playing quite a lot of duels. And I started looking for content out there. And I know Regis is out there. He's putting some stuff out and it's fun. I love podcasts. Um, and I know Team America was doing a bunch of stuff and I found Agent Croak was doing some stuff. Um, and they were basically the only people that I found on YouTube whatsoever. And I wanted the mode to grow um, because I was having such a fun time with it, having, you know, occupying as much of my video game time as anything else on this one thing. And I was like, you know what? I got to I got to be social. I got to talk to someone. Um, I got to I got to see what's going on. And I thought that Croak might be the best shot. I thought he, he would uh, be the one that would want to talk to me. So I, I cold emailed him. I straight up uh, wrote a little email out of nowhere and sent it off to him. I recorded a little video and I said, hey, man, do you have any interest? He seemed the, he seemed the most, uh, uh, the least serious about it. And I mean, obviously, like, Regis has got his own thing. He's not looking to, to build out a new thing. So um, he, was, he was the one most dedicated to duels at the time. And uh, he said, yeah, sure, let's, let's do a podcast. So... So we started doing it. And as a, we didn't ask anyone for permission or anything. We just started recording one day. And uh, the the real trick has been, honestly, to to not make it too serious. I'm not, like, trying to make money off of it or anything. I'm not trying to get, like, a huge following. So I'm not, like, following the stats too closely. And I'm not, like, being, like, real hardcore about us making every week. So some weeks we don't get things out. And that's the other thing with duels in general is that there aren't... Uh, there is not the financial incentive to Blizzard to support it in the same way that there is for other modes. I do not believe there is quite as many uh, participants in it, so there's not as much uh, there's there's not as many balance changes. There's not there's not as much engineering and tech work going on it. Um, there's not as much dev support, and so things don't change in duels lately. Uh, and so we don't have to update anything on podcasts so we, we do it when we need to uh right now it's uh bi-weekly so every two weeks uh but it has been you know more or less infrequent and if if you know you know his kid broke his leg uh in the middle of july and we had to cancel a couple like really badly quite uh badly actually and they we they were at the hospital we had to cancel two weeks of shows that's the way life goes let's move on yeah uh, so are there any projects you're working on or anything you have in, uh, down the pipeline? Yeah, well, I mean, we, they, within the Hearthstone Duels world, specifically within Oops All Duels, we're, we're trying to build out some excitement in the, the, the mode, uh, get some more people interested in it, because I do, I think they recognize and I recognize there is a significant barrier to entry, as, as Doc was kind of joking about earlier, that these cards, you don't know what they are, they're wild, they're wacky, you can go in there and get an 0-3 run very easily and be totally disillusioned with it and run away from it, so it isn't the most popular mode 
and I want more people to go in and have fun and have a silly time with it. So within uh, Oops All Duels, we have the Race to 12, the Oops All Duels Race to 12, where about once a month, uh, Agent Croak and I, live on stream while we're recording our podcast, we'll draft an off-meta deck. We will uh, create you know, a starter deck of 12 cards and put it out there. And the first uh, person anywhere in the world, except for in China, because I can't friend you and buy you packs there, uh, the first person anywhere in the world that gets a, 12, a verified 12-win run uh, with that deck gets 10 free packs. We're, we're, we're putting a bounty out uh, to, to see if we can make some some silliness happen out there. And the current one, there, there's there's a current run going on right now. Um, and the, the highest win total I've seen on this one is eight wins. It is an evolved totem shaman uh, that is out there. We can talk about that and, and, and pimp that out uh, later on uh, for sure. So that, 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 that that's the biggest project that I, we're, I guess, working on or trying to, to make sure that the world is Does it have of. to be in ranked? Because I know you only offered certain... It doesn't... It does not have to be in ranked. Uh, we prefer, just like as a as a chivalrous agreement, uh, for the first few days for you to try it only in uh, heroic or casual. If someone comes out there and like, I don't want to accidentally have drafted the most busted deck of any all time, and it's just the first person that hits the go button in heroic. We want there to be a shakeup of the meta. We want there to be you know some challenge to this. Um, so we don't want someone to go on casual and just keep on retiring the runs uh, constantly until they nail the perfect treasure. And then, you know, two hours later submit, okay, we got it, but based upon 40 runs and we got this ultra rare tier two uh, passive treasure to, to make it happen. Has, so, I, Has yeah. your contest yielded any meta decks? No, we we're on our second cycle of it. We're we're just trying it out. We're just making it. We're making it work, and we haven't we haven't gotten full results. We did get um uh, the last round. We did get someone who got twelve wins. Uh, a, a gentleman from Germany, Flabachi, and he he came on our podcast afterwards and talked about the experience and helped us draft the next deck. Uh, so it was it was really a good time. It was it was that's it was fantastic. That's really cool. Yeah. So there's a bunch of heroes and duels. Who is your favorite and why? Yeah, so my favorite is gotta be a Lucia, uh, mind render the priest, and the reason that she is my favorite duels hero is that she is very different than priest is in standard and wild and in, in regular traditional constructed right so in duels you've got your three different hero powers that you can start with and the one that is most commonly used with Alusia. Um, <clears throat> excuse me um is it called mind render i i actually honestly can't yeah. even remember yeah, right. what, what it is but it, it mind render okay and it's it's a passive hero power that reads every time you play a spell deal one damage to the opposing hero and infamously i i like calling that ping priest but it's shadow priest right and it's the shadow priest by default and it it plays totally different than you might expect priest to play in standard or, or wild and it really enables you to use the cards that were printed for those other modes in a vastly different way and that that's really 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 the the best part of duels in my opinion is is that you get to to experiment with known variables in wild and wacky and in new ways every single time you play a run awesome so our next question uh diablo was pretty controversial when he was on the scene 
did you like him? Yeah, I liked him. Sure. He was fun. He was new. It was different. It was uh, that, 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 that's again my my. I want there to be fifty characters in duels. I want there to be, uh, you know, as many different options uh, for us to play and to choose. And so, sure, I totally enjoyed him. I wish that they. Oh oh uh oh oh still there. Uh, um. Okay, he's back. Hello. Well, welcome to yeah, this week. We got what? you now. Welcome, welcome back, back to this week's editing challenge I... for Doc McFutt. Holy crap! I'm sorry. No, Can you're you good. Me? We can't oh, see you. Oh, there you go. Oh, there I am. I, 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 all of a sudden, Discord just like disappeared. Yeah. I, I didn't hit any buttons. I, I don't know if like a ghost pushed a, a, a mouse walked across, a gecko walked across the floor. <laughs> or something. I, I genuinely don't know. Discord, the whole to thing just closed. To be fair, we were talking about sorry, Diablo. Just... Yep, that, that's what it was. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think Diablo would have been better received if the unlocks were all unlocked like they are now? Yeah, I do. I do think that very much so. So the the paywalling of duels, I think, really hurt it for the first year of its existence or however long, 18 months, however long it took them to, to, to remove those. Um, simply because some of the other hero powers are so much more powerful and so much better than the ones that you start off with. And if you have a bad taste in your mouth on your first few runs through the mode, you're not going to want to come back to it and tap the well again. And the unlocks for Diablo were very challenging and time-consuming. And it, I got there pretty quickly. I think it took Croak like three weeks to get there, and he's like an actual streamer of this mode. So... You know, that's not great for for a mode if you can't play with the, the shiny yeah. toys for like a month. So but they, they, they fix that. Yeah. Uh, what is something that you think our listeners would be surprised to learn about you? And it can be as serious or as non-serious as you would like. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, surprised to learn about me? I'm a very surprising person with a lot of interesting stuff. I'm I'm happy to answer questions, but generating a a thing that I I I, I find it difficult to uh, put my brain in other people's heads. I have okay. How about this? A surprising thing. I have uh my older dog is named Yoshimi, Yo Yoshimi. She is a Shiba Inu corgi, and she does battle pink robots, and she hates children and basketballs and joy. And she is basically a police dog just walking around the yard all the time. She's the best watchdog on the planet. Loves me, hates everyone else. But her name's Yoshimi, and she does hate pink robots. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Oh, what was the pink robot? Oh, it's a song by the Flaming Lips. So the, 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 it's named, the, the there's a song called Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robot. Or Yoshimi, uh, I have heard of the Flaming Lips before, but I can't yeah. say that I've actually listened to anything. But that's yeah, cool. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to look, check look, him out. Look up. Yeah, look it up. It's a good song. It's a, listen to the whole album. It, it's it's real good. Also, well, the, another surprising thing is you've been you've worked with film before, right? We we learned that in the Discord. Well, that wasn't actually film. Yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, uh, Justin guy was joking about his editing taking forever because he's sitting there using the manual razor, right? Um, no, I got a I, I got a buddy um, who's a professor. I don't know how much time we got here. This, this is gonna this is gonna derail the conversation pretty hard. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I I've done a lot of uh, film restoration work. I, I haven't done a lot of film restoration work. I have a I have 
a background in art history and material science engineering. And I have a friend who is a professor of radio glaciology, which means they fly over glaciers and point a radar down at the ice and they measure the ice sheet thickness by the way that the thing bounces back. They have been doing this since the 1960s. And when they were in the 60s, they used to literally point a 35 millimeter camera at an oscilloscope effectively. I mean, it was, it was like a, it was machine and it was, it was put together, but that was basically what it was. It was a camera pointing at a 35, uh, a 35 millimeter camera pointing at an oscilloscope. And they would put this radar data, these little squiggly lines on these old, old things. And that was the measurement of the ice sheet thickness in Greenland and Antarctica in the sixties. And, uh, my buddy said, okay, uh, now that I'm a professor, they, they want me to produce some data. They want me to do some comparative stuff. Let's get a professional Hollywood grade film scanner. Let's go to these archives and let's scan the actual original radar data so that now we can remeasure it and we can measure exactly how much ice thickness has gone down um, in that 60 years. We can we can we can extend the the, the amount of time because they've been measuring it digitally since like the 80s. And so we have like like precisely that late. Um, but 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 he extended the, the historical record by about two two year, uh, 20 years. And I was used as the justification for going into the archive because I had those those uh, those things and I posted a picture of it uh, on the the Discord channel and that's the story of of why that came about. That's really cool. Yeah. I really like that. Um, and so you've definitely touched on this. Um, yeah. Well, do you feel like duels gets enough attention from Team Five? I, so anytime any of these conversations start going into is team five doing the right thing my default answer is i don't know can we, can we swear on this podcast or are we not doing that? i'll allow it okay i don't know shit about business i am not a engineer i am not a manager I don't own stock in Battle in Blizzard or Microsoft. I, I don't know anything about what corporate priorities are or are not. Of course, I would love there to be a, a dedicated team of 200 people developing new duels content and making the perfect Hearthstone roguelite. I would I would love nothing more than that. But like from what I understand, that the code is held together by scotch tape and bubble gum and like hopes and prayers and duels is like the wacky mode that breaks everything sounds like it's probably pretty hard to maintain i would guess um but i don't know again i am not a software engineer i don't know what the deal is i know what my ideal cadence would be for updates i i i know exactly what that would be um but sure i would love more support but I, I, I love the stuff that we get. And I love, I think that we had the best dev on the team for a long time. Uh, he, he recently left, but Atesh uh, Bayarakalog, I think I'm pronouncing his last name uh, right, um, at Tabarayalak, at Tabayarak on Twitter, something like that. He, he was awesome. He was so fun. He was so, so, so enthusiastic and chill and always, always uh, uh, down to talk with the duels uh, fans. So I miss that. He moved. He moved on to the new Blizzard unannounced game uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, so your podcast name is Oops All Duels. Yes. Um, why? Other than the obvious that it's about duels. Oh yeah. So uh, and and the misspelling too is is part of it, right? So the the, the double O. 
The Induals, there are these things that are called treasures, uh, and we can talk about that at some point, but they're, they're cards that are passive and auras that dramatically change the, the way the entire game plays. And one of the treasures that is currently not in rotation, uh, but was originally in uh, at the very beginning of things is uh, Oops All Spells, which read that destroy all non at the start of the game, destroy all non-spell cards in your deck. Spells cost two less. You have permanent spell damage plus one or something like that. So the idea was you would just be able to you know go go you know to town with that. Um, and so we, we named it Oops All Duels uh, based off of that. And the very first iteration of that card, there was a typo with that extra O in it. And at the time that I, I commissioned the logo and everything, that typo was still in there. <laughs> That's why there are three O's in the name. Um, and then, I don't know, four months later, three months later, uh, someone someone fixed it. <laughs> and now the card, now the card reads the, with two O's, O-O-P-S. And, uh, and uh, they... Uh, uh, now it's not even a card in the, the entire rotation at all. You can't even see it, but that's where it came from. Okay. Um, what would be like the the one change you would want to make in duels if you could? Uh, so the one change that I would definitely make in duels is committing to a uh, update cycle that involved uh, on a one month, uh, three week to one month basis, nerfing the three most powerful tier two passive treasures while buffing the bottom performing three tier two passive treasures. Um, that's what I would do. Awesome. Uh, so you mentioned earlier at the top of the show that you wanted to do some Marvel Snap content. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah, something you're going to be f uh, f focusing more energy into? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I, my, my plan was you know, to, to coincide with the launch, uh, uh, put it out there and, and keep growing it. But, you know, having had this experience over the past two weeks with, with the baby and, and, and doing personal reflection on what is possible and is not possible, I'm, I'm going to continue doing Snap stuff. I love the history stuff. I've been putting a lot of YouTube videos out about, like, who these characters are, where they came from. A, a lot of them, you, as you are playing, I'm sure you are recognizing people, but you also are probably being introduced to new uh, characters. I would, I would guess I was for a lot of them. I don't know if you both are playing Snap or not uh but I, I think yeah. you, you know the answer to that okay <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so you're finding out all these people like who who else kazar who, who who's this guy who's that guy and so i've been trying to put out some youtube videos explaining where they came from what their powers are what their backstories are and how it relates to their to their snap cards uh, but that actually takes quite a bit of effort to do that research it's like a a really hardcore book report um and you know we'll, we'll, we'll keep on putting them out and i'll keep on doing it uh but i don't know if i'll i'll add in some duels here or there uh, as well but yeah it snaps nice and easy because it's, it's so short i love how, how how tight it is and how predictable it is I, I like the uh the back catalog of content i really I've been, I, I signed up for a Marvel Ultimate uh, subscription and it's really cool. I nice. really, really enjoy uh, checking out these old. It actually old plays right into what you were saying before, where you left Battlegrounds because you couldn't focus on what you were doing and also be present elsewhere, where Snap kind of gives you that opportunity because it's like a three minute game and then you're. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's it's way less annoying to my wife if I'm like, hey, let me finish this game, and it's like 90 seconds later, and I'm ready to walk out the house, versus, hey, let me finish this game, and it's like 14 minutes later, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know when it's going to be over. We'll see. This this could be this turn, or it could be another 90 seconds. Well, I don't know. No, see so with that, Snap, yeah. I don't even have to say, let me finish this game. I'm just finishing that game on my phone as we're walking out the door. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know, Doc. Um, yeah. I, I think I'm starting to get a little hungry. How about you? Yeah, I'm getting a little hungry, too. Broccoli, broccoli, it's time to eat your broccoli. All right, so we are already well deep in this episode, but this has been very interesting to, to talk with you, Chuck. But the main obvious reason we have you here is to talk about duels, and we have. But what we want to do is help somebody that has never been a duels player understand what duels is and also how do they possibly yeah. get into it so um how would you describe duels to somebody that has never played the mode before sure so duels is hearthstone's roguelike uh, game it's the one in which you start off with a small constructed deck um, it's 15 cards and you only get to choose one of each card as compared to in regular hearthstone we get to choose two and as you go through your run, um, similar rules to Arena, you go up to 12 wins or three losses, uh, whichever one comes first. So that is the end of your run. You slowly build your deck further and further and further. With uh, uh, First after games, you get offered buckets, which are sets of three cards uh, that you can add to your deck. So you will grow your deck. Oftentimes, decks can reach you know, 50, 60 cards sometimes um, uh, later in runs if, it's, if you're, you know, that if that's part of your strategy um, or you also can add treasures to your deck and there are two different types of treasures there's active treasures and there's passive treasures passive treasures are just things that are happening in the background that sort of change the the way the game goes uh, and those are at two different tiers there's one you get after your first game automatically everyone gets one uh, and examples of that are like play two random secrets um, at the start of the game or start the game off with your location in play things of that nature so they're they're relatively low impact i mean they're, they're, they're high impact if you were in a standard game of course but um, not not absolutely game breaking what is going on the higher tier tier two treasures um, those are the ones that really are like this is totally crazy like at the end of your turn replay a card that, uh, replay a spell that you played this turn um, so you get to double your spells. It's brand automatically for spells the whole game. Or um, uh, after you destroy an enemy minion with a spell um, for the entire game, get a free 2-2 skeleton. Uh, or after you play a nature spell for the entire game, summon a 2-2 treant. Uh, th things of that nature that, that totally dramatically change the way you play. And those are what you need to build your decks around. And you have... I don't even know at this point. I should have looked up the number, but I believe there's about 20 heroes, something like that. Uh, and they're all different. They're based off of the same Hearthstone heroes, but they, they have different hero powers. Each one, you have a selection of three hero powers that are different from their Hearthstone standard ones. And you have a selection of six active treasures uh, that can each be sort of your signature legendary card that, that will sort of define the path and the course that you take within the rest of your deck building. 
And at the beginning of your, your run, at the beginning of the game, when you hit go, yes, I want to start, you are offered five of those. I believe it's 20. I, I, I could look it up if we, if we wanted to check. But of those, of the full roster of cards. And you, you go on your adventure. You, that, that, that's your hero for, for this run. And yeah, that, that, that's, I guess, how duels works. The, the, as if you can tell from the description, it is uh, a bit of more of a Baroque mode. Uh, it's a bit more uh, convoluted and exciting, and um, it's, it's definitely more complicated. So if you find yourself bored with standard Hearthstone and the uh, repetition, uh, this is probably the mode for you. I believe uh, uh, Ridiculous Hat likes to call it his uh, uh, beer iPad couch mode, uh, which is, I think, an important distinction to make with this as compared to trying to grind for high legend now you were saying you're given a treasure um but you you, you have a choice yes. right you, they they you have a choice yes that's all yes. so so you have, you, have, you have a choice of three all right well one thing that i think is a, a strong barrier to entry or at least mentally for people is that not everyone's been playing since the beta and not everyone has yeah. all the the wild cards. They don't have these full collections. So if I've only been playing for a year or two, is duels a mode for me, or like should I just skip it? Totally, it's totally a mode for you. Uh, and that 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 is a, a valid fear of of things. You, you see these clips where people have all these cards that you have never you know seen before. And feel like you need to have the perfect deck uh, to enter in the mode, and and then you do go craft the right cards. You save up all your dust and you, you enter in the mode, you, you, you spend your, you know, 150 gold and you uh, go 0 and 3, right? That is totally an experience that I think a lot of people have. And I think that there's an expectation that it's going to be like constructed or that it's going to be like arena. But I think that you have to go in with the expectation that it's going to be fun and wacky and wild and that you can just sort of see what you can do. So what I would recommend for these people that have more limited collections and don't necessarily um, have all of the old wild cards. Well, the first thing is not all wild cards are eligible in duels. Uh, I, I forgot to mention that in the, the sort of introduction to the mode. It, it There's a set set list number of sets that are actually available for construction um go to the wiki for the full list it's, it's more than half of the wild sets but it's not all of them it's, it's something like two-thirds of them uh right now and generally the way it works is they uh, make a new set available eligible for deck creation when um a new set is released at the same time i would bet um the next one would be the Witchwood. is my is my oh so they have a night I know which one. Which one is the last one? Um, uh, I don't know what I would guess. Uh, Frozen Throne is what I would guess. So they have a rotation. It's, so it's a, it's a it's a. It's not rotation. Nothing has ever been pulled. Oh. Uh, they they just keep on slowly adding, and I would assume that eventually that they're going to get to all wild cards. And I, they've never explained exactly why that is. My assumption is that, like I said, the the mode is filled with uh, is, is put together with duct tape and and bubble gum and that the cards have to be hard coded to make sure that they don't break the mode is is, is my guess but I, I don't i don't have any verification or knowledge of that because because well, that, that's good to know because i know that i have a hard time watching snap streamers right now and and wanting to watch them yeah. because they've been playing since beta and i am not relating to what they're doing because they're playing all these cards sure. and i have none of those cards yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what I would suggest is <clears throat> um, 
first off, um, d starting decks, constructed decks in, in duels are only 15 cards. Or they're actually 16 cards because you have that one extra signature treasure that you selected. But you are picking 15 cards from your collection uh, to go into it. And each one you can only have one of in your starting deck. Ultimately, as you go through drafting and everything, you can have an unlimited number of cards. You could have 20 of a card if you if you keep on getting offered it, right? But that, that doesn't happen, but anyways. Um, but so you would only need one or two cards potentially. Oftentimes with the decks being smaller, it's less likely that you would have to craft some specifically star card. And the other big thing is that in duels, legendaries aren't always the stars. It's sometimes like kind of wacky other cards that interact with the passives in a specific way. So you don't necessarily feel the need. I wouldn't feel the need that you should have to go and craft a bunch of old legendaries to be successful in duels. If you see one archetype that you like a lot and you think that you'll enjoy, for sure, go do that and, and, and go hog wild, uh, use your dust. But I would suggest instead, uh, see what you can build. There are there are some deck lists out there. Uh, we'll talk about Firestone in a little bit, I think. But um, you can see who's been having good 12-win runs, and you can sort of see what you can build with your current collection. And I don't use that many crazy old legendaries that often. And finally, the, each time there's a new set in duels, each, each time there's a new set rotation, you know, Croak and I will read through all 135 cards and we'll try a lot of different, like we'll theorycraft a bunch of cool, fun stuff in the first week or two. After about three weeks to a month, maybe, maybe five of the cards are showing up in common rotation in duels. Um, and after a, uh, after a mini set, maximum two or three cards uh, are showing up in a thing. So if you're, if you're patient, or if there hasn't been a rotation or anything in a little while, um, you might be able to get away with crafting literally just one card. You, you, you don't need that many cards. You only need 15 to start. And so I, I, I think that you can find some powerful decks uh, that, that are quite cheap and quite affordable. And the final thing to say about the whole, whole situation is you do get rewards from duels, right? So um, I, I have started... I, before duels is released i never collected all of the cards in any one set i would always have a few random legendaries that i didn't get because i never bought enough packs or never never cleared it out since duels has been out i i complete everything and i did not change my pre-order or money spending at all in fact i spent a little less now um i i do the one big pre-order beforehand and then i don't even buy the mini set any longer not even with gold i just get the cards from packs in duels um, because you get a free pack uh, upon opening it every time and just like in arena the break even point the going infinite point is at seven wins at seven wins you are guaranteed to get 150 gold so you get your entrance ticket back and you get a pack and usually you get you know either a rare card or a little bit of dust or something like that so that's that's the way that you can you know technically keep on going forever and, and build your collection for free but in reality i find that it's a little bit less than that even you only really need to average maybe five wins if you factor in all the quests doing your dailies uh getting all that so you can just build out your entire collection and i find that i get a lot more dust that i then feed back in so i mean I, you do however you want to deal with your your 
uh, your economy of things. But I've been finding that I have been building my wild collection quite effectively with the extra dust that I've been getting, and I spend a little bit less money on the game. Something little like aside here, do you ever see any cards that would never have ever seen play in Standard or Wild that become actually viable in duels? I would think so, but honestly, I don't know enough about viability in Standard and Wild um, to, to, to know about that. But I, I do know that there are things that show up in duels that I assume would never show up in Standard and Wild. I, I don't know. That, 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 that's a good question that requires more Hearthstone knowledge than I can provide, unfortunately. We'll have to, we'll have to uh, do some cross-examination on that with somebody that's a, a standard expert and, and a duels expert. Or hasn't and, and, and... Yeah, I'll think about that. I'll message you guys on Discord. I'll th uh, that, that, that'll be a brain tickler for a little bit, and we can, we can, I'll follow up on that. I if promise you have you any feedback, this. you can tweet us at breadandbutter.com. Um, that's this week's puzzler. Uh, so, um, what would you say there are some common mistakes that people that are just starting out with duels make? Yeah. So thinking that your, your original deck is going to stay the same as you go through and expecting that, and then being like dejected about crappy buckets is like the biggest thing I would Hold, say. But before you, before they, you go on, um, what are buckets? Oh, perfect. Back buckets. So, um, after each game, you are, in general, after each game, it's, it, it changes, and there, I'm not going to go through the Wikipedia page of it. You, you, you can go read the exact rules of when things show up. But in general, you get offered three sets of three cards. These are buckets. And the buckets um, are meant to be the thing that makes your deck grow, primarily. And they, they are, um, for the week before a new set release, includes the new set, uh, but it's also, uh, so it's a way to play with new cards before you open your packs. Um, it's usually the only way in the client to, to do that, which is pretty cool. Um, but they're, you know, just cards that are based off of primarily cards in your deck, but sometimes random cards. And the, the buckets are named. There is one bucket that is called group learning that's sort of like an AI-generated bucket that's based off of what other people are playing, um, which is quite interesting. But that that buckets are the cards that you are offered to, to build out your deck. And the buckets are imperfect. Uh, they are, they've got random-ish cards or they can uh, cross-reference one another. So, so for example, uh, you might get a card that will trigger both a secret bucket and a, a fire spell bucket for mage or a fire spell and a frost spell bucket for mage. You have to make sort of decisions about what you want to put in your deck and what has synergies with and without your deck. And a lot of people are bad at that. It's a hard thing to do uh, as you're going through the game to select these buckets and say, okay, this one is empirically better than this one, or this is worse. It's just an experience thing. And so people, I think that, I think quite a few people go into duels, use their one arena ticket or their one tavern ticket and try it out, get absolutely steam floored and then say i'm never going back to that because this was just a clown fiesta of random stuff that i had no control over i don't understand it what's going on and i i, I think for that and i and if that's you and if that's if that's a thing that you have experienced i would suggest you change your perspective so i, I listened to last week's episode with a dragon writer and it was great it was so awesome she's really strategic and thinking about like how the turns go and like making like the right wise decision each turn it, and that, that that's awesome i love love 
that thinking, but that's the like legend grind mentality. It's not the way my brain works. My, my, my brain is like, wow, look at this wacky, shiny thing that just happened. Look at all those fireworks. This was cool. Oh my God, I love that. And when that happens, that's fun. And if you come into the mode with that attitude, um, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a chill, fun time. You're going to laugh and chuckle. If you can find yourself laughing at your losses, uh, uh, this, is, this is the spot for you. And what I would do, if that sounds like a thing that appeals to you, start off in casual um, because casual is the way you can do things for free right you can just it's same exact structure there's just no rewards at the end and it's a, a free free mode to play and it's a great way to practice and learn and try out wacky stuff um, and it's the you know you can retire if you aren't getting the right treasures you can quit and you know cut your losses in your time if you, if you didn't want to if you're just sandboxing trying to test something out Totally, totally a place to, to go and, and spend some time. Ben Brode, if you're listening, give us casual so we can try out the wacky things. Oh, my God. Casual and hard, oh, and snap. Oh, my God. Um, That's what I want. And with buckets, it's always right to choose the one that has three Yogg-Sarans, right? Yeah. So there's there, there, there's um, one bucket that's called Why, Why Not? <laughs> And uh, uh, and it's sometimes it's got that. Sometimes it's got three blood ichors. Sometimes it's got like Mimron's head. Sometimes it's got like three angry chickens or three. Uh, uh, did I, what's the other one? Not Mimron. Did I ever you say did. Mimron's head? I don't know. It's got some weird stuff. Sure, pick it if you want. Uh, but but real strategy about buckets is there's another one uh, that has three empty buckets. There's nothing, nothing, nothing. And it says no more, please, at the bottom of it. 99% of the time, that is the correct choice to make. Uh, it is almost always better to have no more cards in your deck. So you can get to the cool, awesome, busted stuff that is in your deck. There are strategies in which you might want to just or you might see like you know an ice block or something like that there's literally one bucket in the whole game that has ice block in it and so if you see that that's that's pretty worth it uh but in general you want to take the one that that, that is keeping your deck nice and uh cool. quick aside and i know we're, we're already running really late this is great um renathal band i assume Yes, there are a number of cards. You, you when you go like, and there's, some of them are weird cards, like Korok, the uh, the three five. That if it wasn't honorably was not honorably killed, will will come back. Um, that's banned. Uh, yeah, uh, Wildfire is banned because a bunch of the hero powers um, <laughs> deal damage, especially this new Reno one that would be absolutely bonker is bonkers with Wildfire. So yeah, there's a number. Renathal's banned. Number. Are there any cards that are banned in um, the, your original deck that will show up in the buckets, or if it's banned, it's banned? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Lightning Bloom will show up in buckets, but you can't have it at the beginning. Um, the other thing with duels runs is you, as your decks get bigger, your health totals will get bigger. So you start your first game off with only you know, a 16 card deck and 20 health, um, which is pretty, pretty quick. You can go through that game in less than five minutes very easily. But then later on, you're up to 40 health and you got 40 plus cards in your deck. Those games can take half an hour or longer. And so um, some cards would be absolutely broken in the first couple of games, like Lightning Bloom, for example. Um, and then they really aren't a problem later in the game and they do. Show so they factor scaling in. That's great. Um, all right. So yeah. let's say I get past the initial uh shock factor of duels and i start having some fun how do i mm -hmm. get better yeah 
Yeah, so first thing is uh, to, to sort of learn the passives. The, 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 if you're very first base level, okay, I understand how the, the mode is going, I, I can get things through, is, is learn the passives and learn how to have a flexible-ish deck that will utilize your passives. Uh, they, they are the powerful thing. And that's why I, I was saying they need to be part of the nerfing structure. The, the, if you're hitting the right ones with the second tier, you're, and if you're building a deck that will, we can sort of guide your runs. If you have a bunch of death rattle cards in your deck, you're very likely to get mummy magic at tier two, which says your death rattle minion or the death rattle minions you play have reborn, um, which is obviously very wonderful thing to have happen to you um, and you can sort of make your starter deck do that and the other thing that you can do to get better is learn how to create guide your buckets um, so you the cards you put in your initial deck influence the buckets that are offered to you later on um, not perfectly but you can you can get pretty close if you if you get all of your cards in your starting deck that are in just one bucket, you will 100% of the time be offered that bucket, but eventually the, the algorithm will stray out after a few games. Uh, it, it will disappear away. But after the first couple, you can absolutely ensure that you are going to maintain the purity of your deck if that is very important to you. But the thing is, you don't want to stay too committed to that because the thing that I was telling you about a minute ago of the game, the, the reason I love Duel so much is, is it's constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. The first couple of games, you have these small health totals and these small efficient decks. So it's very easy to pull off some crazy combo or have some aggro strategy where you're going to run someone's face down. But that changes entirely once you've got you know 30 plus cards in your deck and you're trying to get someone down from 40 health. You can't, you can't be charging them down with some secret hunter stuff and some maybe beasts that may or may not stick around. Um, so you got to sort of evolve your strategy and have some sort of flexible thing going on that will, will change. The other major thing that people, I think, get frustrated with in duels and forget about and, and, and don't plan for enough is the amount of removal in this mode. There, These minions that you're playing are massive they're huge you're filling up the whole board there is an equal amount of removal that shows up in various treasures and different classes that you wouldn't expect it there, there there's one card that's called the wand of disintegration that shows up all of the time it's a five mana arcane spell that says silence and destroy all enemy minions uh and so they you just have to be aware that after turn five there is a chance that your opponent is going to have that card um and so it just just things of that nature you, you don't really learn unless you play it a little bit and i would suggest learning that through the casual mode otherwise you can feel like it's a waste of gold um, unless you really enjoy these sort of roguelikes of getting stronger and polishing your deck like i was saying earlier that that crazy deck i've been polishing that thing for like six weeks probably i i you know it's been evolving i've been swapping in one or two cards and and having fun with it um and if that's the sort of thing you dig this is the, this is the spot for you i do play some uh slay the spire uh, yeah, it's 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 the slay of the spire for for her. And, and it, it's basically been a mode that was a derivative off of the solo play, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of the characters are coming from the monster hunts and the dungeon runs, and uh, I can't even remember all of them. There, there's four of them in total. Uh, the the heist, the dollar on heist, 
and the Saviors of Old Doom one. Uh, so we got Finley, we got Reno, we got Elise, and we have all of their powers translated over into duels. And so that's the other thing. If you aren't sure if duels is really for you, you can go back and play that solo player, solo adventure content, and it is very similar to duels. And I did a bunch of it, quite honestly, right after they did the announcement before these new heroes were released, and I had a really good time. I forgot how much I had enjoyed those back in the day, uh, two, three years well, ago. Well, you had to do that. some of them, right? Because some of the unlocks used to be behind those yeah yeah they were behind them so i you didn't have to you could just pre-do it so if you had done the unlocks in the solo player it was unlocked in this but now that they've gotten rid of all unlocks it doesn't really matter but yeah so i mean you mentioned that you lose three or win 12 somewhere between that like arena Mm. Is there any other ranking system for this is there any kind of leaderboard like we have in some other modes yeah, so we've got MMR. You, it's displayed to you. You know what your number is, um, but there is no official Hearthstone leaderboard. Um, however, there is Firestone. So I'm not affiliated with them. I, I'm actually a customer of them. I give them money because I feel like they have such a good product. But I, of the two major deck trackers out there, HS Replay and Firestone, um, Firestone provides significantly more support for the duels mode than hs replay does and um, even if you don't give them money you can go onto the client you can download the client uh on your your computer and you can do a full uh excuse me a full test deck building exercise and it'll show you what uh buckets all of the cards that you're building are coming from um, and then it'll also track your 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 uh, runs and then there's also a leaderboards within firestone of recorded firestone games uh, so people and, and most of the high, higher mmr people are using that over hs replay that i have seen uh, as far as so where are you on that leaderboard oh, i don't even know um I'm, I'm not especially good at duels i'm i'm, I'm okay at it i'm 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 i'm, I'm fine at it but i, I like i I don't take my video game time seriously, right? I take my video game time as fun video game time. And so I, I mess around and I'm not trying to, to grind for competition sakes. Um, uh, my current duels MMR is like 6,400, 6,500. And um, I think Croaks is like 75, eight, something like that. And um, the highest numbers I've ever seen, there was a couple people over 10, there were a couple people over 10,000, but not not very many. I think they're up in the eight, 9,000. I think we're just supposed to say they're over 9,000, right? Sure. Uh, so so what's your favorite duels run that you can remember and and why was it your favorite yeah so i linked i linked to it and i'm log rolling right here for my co-host agent croak it is this 12 and it's not my run it's his 12 and O dude paladin run and the thing that killed me about i was watching this thing live i was out working in my workshop and i could not believe it he kept on drawing there's a there's a uh signature treasure for for paladin uh that gives it's called men at arms and it gives all of your uh dudes for the game uh, for the rest of the game plus two plus two the same as the quest reward but it's just a card and it costs four uh four power and it is uh four mana it is awesome it's so cool uh but i he kept on drawing it and it, it was his his luck was unbelievable and the thing is the dude paladin is not a very good deck in duels because there's so much removal leaving cards around is very hard to do uh, in duels so you discovered doc uh, earlier you, you said you went zero and three with it yeah, uh, there's <laughs> yeah. A reason 
It's because it's not very good because taking one ones off the board is very easy. I'm kind of sad you said that last part because I was about to try to pimp that deck to uh, Loremaster Eve and maybe get her into duels. You can try it. It's fun. But that, that that's the reason I loved it so much. I couldn't believe he went 12-0 and 0 with it. It was awesome. All right. So are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners about duels? No, I think you guys should try it. Get, get it going. Do it. Uh, play Play some duels. Make it happen. Fantastic. Well, um, Doc, I'm getting a little kind of full. I think it's time for some dessert. I agree. The time has come for this cookie. So, uh, Chalker, is there anyone you'd like to thank or shout out? And where can people find you? So as always, a shout out and thank my wife for being patient for me being two minutes late for getting the baby out for her, her lunch or her dinner. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, also my, my co-host, uh, Agent Croak, uh, always, always awesome to chat with him uh, about all our dual stuff. So everyone should go check that out. And for socials, you should uh, follow Oops All Duels in your podcatcher of choice. Um, and for personal stuff, uh, just following me on YouTube and Twitch is great. Um, I'm going to be hanging out on Discords lately. I actively deact I, I, I deactivated my Twitter account. I, I deleted. My I was Twitter about account. to mention that to you uh, because I just went to check your Twitter account and was deleted. I was like, "What's yeah, going on there?" Yeah, yeah. I removed it from my phone two weeks ago, and I don't miss it. And um, I made a commitment. I publicly said back in I don't know April, May, whenever the initial news came out that if uh, if this deal went through, that I would delete my account, and I, I did. And so, I'm I'm, I'm done you on Twitter. Missing, missing. I understand completely. Understand you're missing some great <laughs> ridiculous hat content. I'm sure I am, but you know what? He's on Discord too, and I'm also missing the the, the truth of the matter is I'm I'm missing a lot of content that I don't want to see also, <laughs> and that Twitter actively put in front of my eyeballs to keep me engaged, and I have a um, suspicion that is going to increase uh, in the near future, and I need to protect uh, my uh, my. Fair enough. I've I've actively been trying to invite you to some of the uh, discords lately to get you kind of spread out. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I I'm an awkward, weird guy. I I'm trying to learn my way around things, and also my time my time frame is so different uh, from everyone. So we're we're learning. We're, we're I'm an it out. I'm an awkward, weird guy. Said the guy that does a podcast and does YouTube content about a video game. Says to other awkward exactly. people that make Twitter content yeah. and Hearthstone content about a video game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Are, and we're saying this to the people that are listening to us talk about a video game in a medium <laughs> called a podcast. You're right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not lying. And remember, there. oops is spelled with three O's. Three O's. How about you, Doc? Where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Doc McButt and here. And you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Tito Santana HS. And you can email our show at bread and butter HS at gmail.com. Doc, I hope you've been checking that. And um, if you would like to join our Discord, we have a Discord. Just let us know. We'll give you the link. You can let ask us on Twitter. You can email us. Uh, it's relatively small right now. But we'd welcome you there. And um, most of our guests seem to hang out there. We like it. So come join us. Uh, so, yeah. Chalker, is anybody? I, I know you already thanked your wife, but is there anybody else you'd like to thank? Uh, 
The croak, man. I, 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 my wife and croak are the two I, I, I called out earlier. And, and, and just a guy, just a guy, is so fun. I, I, yes, I appreciate him uh, getting me into this whole whole network with you guys. I appreciate that. And obviously, Hat, Hat for Alpin, and then all the guys. I, I don't want to turn into an Oscar thing, and and. Uh, I'm sure my wife is waiting for me. I'm a thousand percent sure of that. So. Sorry for taking up so much of your time, but thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. It means a lot. Oh, absolutely. Thanks. And and, and seriously, uh, doc, message me about your schedule and then we'll, we'll talk about the text. And, later, okay? and yes, doc, sir. You couldn't make it through an entire episode without at least one motorcycle going through your, that should be, that should be the yeah. last motorcycle. Cause doc, like we said, we're not going to have an episode next week. Doc is moving. He will not have internet until sometime um, in early, uh november so please be patient with us we have a great guest lined up for our next episode but doc is there anybody you'd like to thank this week um uh chalker you um my my partner and her friends for helping me move all my stuff out of my house um yeah moving sucks it's great to have people to help you move yeah that's the truth and if you um, noticed on the last week that there was a little bit of audio sync issues, um, <laughs> it's going to happen. We're learning. We're picking it up. Doc's planning on fixing it, but I don't know. Maybe moving is a little more important than um, fixing a podcast that a couple dozen people listen to. So we're working on it, um, and I appreciate everything. Doc, Doc has to do with me saying, um, hey, Doc, did you happen to notice that this thing is a little like this? And then three other people mentioned it to him. So I appreciate you, Doc. I, I really do. I also <laughs> want to thank Chalker, who, besides being on this podcast, is also going to be on a future episode of Watch This. We've recorded the episode. It just needs to be um, edited by Just a Guy. What are you, Just a Guy, you have nothing else going on. Why, why isn't that done yet? I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just kidding. Just a Guy has a lot going on. And I want to thank Edel for, um, I did a coaching tonight. It was a little unorthodox. Normally you coach and you say, hey, let's work on playing Hearthstone or work on this skill. We worked on deck building, which I don't know if we had an episode about this a couple weeks ago, but we focused a little bit more on that. And uh, tonight we worked on how to beat Coin Rogue because I've seen way too many Coin Rogues lately. And uh, obviously the answer is Quest Priest. And we made kind of our own version of Quest Priest that can deal with it. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem to do all that well with the imp lock. So we're still, still a work in progress. But um, Doc... Uh, Chalker, that's the end of the show. I, I think we're toast. Slide two brothers meet one another when they slide up to the mic. It's bread and butter with one another. Let's start up that recording light. <laughs> <laughs>